Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right. We're back with Andrew. We got more college football greatness. Andrew said the games were a little light this week. <laughs> yeah, not, not great. Only a few really good games, but they're mainly blowouts. What do you got for us? Uh, so, instead of going through a weekly recap, I'm going to go over a preview of the final month, the playoff race, Heisman race. Just a little quick hit on each conference. Uh, starting with the SEC, which is now down to two games to decide the conference championship. In the East, Georgia is going to travel to uh, Kentucky, like we all thought at the end of the year. <laughs> and that game will decide the East. Uh, even though they have a conference game after with tiebreakers, that game will decide the East no matter what. In the West, Alabama goes to LSU. That one doesn't exactly uh, like win the division, but like if they went out, they'll win. Yeah. Head to head. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this week, Georgia beat Florida and the, what's it called, the cocktail party? I don't know. I have no, I can't keep up with all it's the freaking like bowl that. names. It's something like that. It's something weird. But they rolled Florida. Uh, wasn't really that close. It's like 36-17. Kentucky had a theft of a win over Missouri, uh, handing them the game. But uh, Alabama and LSU both off by. I like Georgia and Alabama to win those games. Both go to the conference championship. Uh I think Alabama wins the conference because I just there's no one that can compete with them. But uh, overall, I mean Kentucky, I think they get boat raced by Georgia. Like I don't think it's close. Yeah. Georgia is like they struggle with LSU. They struggled somewhat against Missouri, but they're going to roll Kentucky. Kentucky's one dimensional. Georgia can put eight in the box. Like those are the exact opposite they did Mizzou against Mizzou. They put seven in the box and said beat us with the running game, and well, it kind of worked, but. There was no, like, throwing lanes for lock. Whole game, they dropped back and coverage. Against Kentucky, they'll do the exact opposite. Put eight in the box, just shut down the run game. Force Terry Wilson to throw. So, yep. I like Georgia big there. Um, both on CBS, and they're probably, both games are going to be top ten matchups. Alabama LSU, outside chance 
it being one two because uh, the playoff committee likes to uh, they like to uh, they they, really, they love the SEC. Is what I'm trying to say here, and they like to uh, overrank the SEC. So right. There's an outside chance Alabama LSU could be one two to start because that's just like that that's what they like to do. You don't think Clemson will be two? Well, Clemson's their best win is at A and M. Yeah, they got nothing, but I mean they are undefeated. LSU, I mean LSU beat. I mean they, they are undefeated, but if you look in the past, like Florida State when they were undefeated in 2014, the last year with Winston, they were fourth like for most of the year until the last year they became third. Like they're they don't really aren't paralyzed by the undefeated team that much. Yeah, unless it's Alabama. Alabama's if they're undefeated, they're number one with the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, I'll come back to that a little bit later. The Big Ten. It's down to Michigan and Ohio State. Penn State has an outside chance if all chaos happens. So they probably, they have to beat Michigan this weekend. They need like Ohio State two losses from them, so that probably won't happen. But I think Michigan will beat Ohio State that weekend, win the Big Ten uh, East, and then win the Big Ten in the West. A four-team race between Northwestern, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Purdue. I think Northwestern comes out of that. They're probably going to lose this weekend to Notre Dame. But for them, I'm not too worried about Notre Dame. Like, Give it your best chance, but like, don't, don't like go. I mean, I wouldn't say like don't go for it, but you know, I'm like, you're right. Yeah, no, I get it. Still bigger things out there. Than yeah. So don't show anything like you have, like you haven't already. Like, don't waste it on Notre Dame. So, I mean, there's a chance this conference or this division go down to six, like each team six and three, and I have no idea what the tiebreaker would be. For <laughs> that, but, yeah. Um, a lot of these teams still play each other. I think Northwestern comes out of it though. And also good for Notre Dame. I think Northwestern gets ranked this week, so that's always you don't want to be like going to an unranked team. That's like the whole right. like if they're ranked, you pay attention to it more. Right. You don't overlook them. So they're probably going to get ranked in the low twenties when the committee comes out tomorrow with their first rankings. Uh, the Big Twelve. This is a uh, well, Oklahoma State beating Texas. That just kind of threw a whole wrench into this. The top two go in this division or in this conference for some reason. They don't have divisions. Even though like every, everyone plays each other, they can just have divisions, but they don't. So Texas and West Virginia both sit at four and one. Also, Oklahoma does. Iowa State and Texas Tech both three and two. I think Oklahoma and Iowa State come out. It probably will come down to. I think West Virginia beats Texas this week, then drops against Oklahoma. But then Iowa State plays Texas. I think they they go they go on the road to Texas. I think they win. They've been playing really well since they lost Oklahoma actually. So uh, the Big 12, I think, comes down just – I think Oklahoma is the team to beat. They looked really good this weekend against Kansas State. Texas just lost. West Virginia blew out Baylor, but that's nothing much. Um, and Iowa State actually beat Texas Tech at home. So I, I, I think it's Oklahoma's conference to lose because Texas is blowing that game. And I think Texas blows another game. They haven't, they've been really inconsistent this year. So I think Oklahoma comes out of that. Texas had kind of a debacle this weekend, man. There, the coaches and yeah, but, what mean, the heck? Ellinger was coming off an injury. It was oh, that coach. That was weird. Yeah, like some Texas player like called out like an Oklahoma State player on the field, like like taking the down. He's pointing at him, saying let's let it go. Yeah, and, like, he like ran after. I don't know. And then Herman freaked out. It was just chaos. I don't know if I like Herman. He's kind of a kind of a he, he thinks he's better than what he is. He hasn't really done much. He wanted Houston with like a better roster than, like, any Power 5 teams had. Like, that's about it. Uh, the ACC, really, it's very weak, even though uh, the Coastal's interesting. There's actually a possibility still of a seven-way tie in the Coastal. I don't think uh, it, it probably won't happen. Oh, my it God. It don't happen. Yeah, it's possible. They all go four and four, but <laughs> I don't know how 
Yeah. That late or Saturday night game, the top ranked team going on the road and losing. Uh, the Coastal, uh, what's really interesting about this, if either Virginia Tech or Pittsburgh win, that's a Notre Dame win over them, gives them that boost to the resume. Yeah. Same as Northwestern, if they win, go to the conference championship. If I like Red, I don't think it'll happen, but they can possibly play out of the ACC, Big Ten, and the Pac-12, play five out of the six representatives in the conference championship. So that's oh my God. huge. Like It could be Michigan, Notre Dame, or uh, Northwestern. Michigan, Northwestern, Stanford, USC, Virginia Tech. Like That's possible, and that's all teams they played. So that just boosts up their schedule. Even with like a Notre Dame loss at this point, they're probably getting in. Just over the strength of schedule. Yeah. Uh, the Pac-12. I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> uh, all five games are upsets this week. So, like Washington State, they were an underdog at Stanford, even though they're higher ranked. They pulled out a win. They're four to one right now. Washington lost to Cal, who Jake Browning got benched. Uh, they're a mess right now. Uh, so it's probably going to come down to the Apple Cup. That's what it's called. Another rivalry. Game. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know who hosts. Washington State's really in control of this conference, which is like, it's kind of crazy because they don't run the ball. Mike Leach, one of my favorite coaches. Uh, I didn't say this like last weekend, but when they beat Oregon, after the game was over, like interviewing on the field, like the crowd's running on the field and all that, they rushed the field. He's like standing there all nonchalant. He's just like, yeah, I think we sucked in the third quarter. Uh, fourth quarter, we were very bad. And like, he likes tearing apart his team <laughs> in the post game. Like, he's like, Man, I can't, or, this is a great one. He's like, ah, I think we sucked. <laughs> um, kind of, kind of got lucky. I'm like, what is he saying? But he's like, I don't know. Like Mike Leach always does this stuff. Like he's like doesn't show any emotion. He's just there. Yeah. So I mean, that's, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. But seems to be working this year. They're really good. The South, dear Jesus. Uh, <laughs> the five teams of three losses. Utah at four and two, probably in control. But I mean, Arizona State went to USC and won. Uh, Colorado was up 31-3 on Oregon State, who is the de facto worst team in the conference, and blew a 31-3 lead, <laughs> lost in overtime, 41-34. So oh, man. They're one of their conference champion hopes. Uh, oh, and Arizona went up to Oregon, or Oregon went down to Arizona, I guess, and got whooped by uh, the Khalil Tate show. He had a very good game. Arizona is at 2-3. and three. That division is just okay. I mean, that's, I guess the definition of, like, the Pac-12 just beating yourselves up. Like, this happens every single year. They're, it's not like they don't have a one great team. They have a bunch of quality teams, and it just, like, costs them to the shot the playoff every year. Unless Washington State runs the table, plus help. Yeah. Like, for I don't get in. But, like, with these down years of USC, Oregon's been down, so it just really hurts the conference. Yep. I think Washington State ends up winning the conference over Utah. So, they get to go to the Rose Bowl, I guess, because they're not going to the playoffs. No. Uh, the last conference through on here, the American – uh, the, just the best of the group of five. Uh, I like Houston. Houston was really or played really good this week. They gave South Florida the first loss, won by I think fifty six thirty seven. They're rolling right now. They have one loss at Texas Tech on the year. UCF. They got to play Temple, Cincinnati, and South Florida all behind them in the standings the last three weeks. And they got to play the Navy, and the Navy's never, never hard, or never easy. I'm yeah, no slouch. So. Uh, I think Houston wins that conference, and I think they win uh, or win the division and win the conference. I don't know if UCF makes it to the conference championship game. They're, they seem to be thinking about bigger things, like their fans wanted to go to Florida on college game day. 
of the in Jacksonville, and like they're like gonna storm it. And we have UCF sign, signs everywhere saying like "screw you guys, we should be in the playoff," like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like uh, they loved using the transit of property last year. They're like saying, "Oh, we oh need yeah, Alabama. the transit of property." Be Georgia and Alabama, so we're the champs. Like, all right, you guys beat Memphis by one. Mizzou tripled Memphis's score, or whatever the heck that was. So does that mean Mizzou's the best team? Like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, like, no, exactly. It doesn't work like that. So that's my conference championship prediction for the last month. Uh, my Heisman ballot, as of now, uh, Tua, Kyler Murray, Will Greer, Ian Book, Rondale Moore. Uh, Tua, he has to have a great game this week because this, like, this is their only game until the conference championship that's yep. supposed to be competitive. They won't. No one will compete with them all the last month. So if he doesn't have a great game this week, and I'm talking like what he's been doing, like he has to like just light it up because Kyler Murray's on his tail, and Kyler Murray has important games to play this last month. He's got to play West Virginia, got to play Texas Tech. He's going to probably play Texas or Iowa State or West Virginia again in the conference championship. So they have important games, and they got to play Oklahoma State, who isn't as easy a prone as they show Texas. So he has important games to play. So does Will Greer, also in the Big Twelve race. So. He has to have an incredible game this week and an incredible game of the championship for me to win for him to win the Heisman to me. But again, a lot of Southern voters influenced that. Yep. So we saw that in 2015 with Derrick Henry winning over Christian McCaffrey, which is like abomination. Sports crime this decade. Yep. Like that was that was unbelievable. But uh, Ian Book, I saw he is like the best. I don't know if it was quarterback efficiency. I think it was quarterback completion percentage. Seems like Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. And, like, the Russell Wilson-Wisconsin offense was probably the most efficient offense in college that wasn't, like, a spread them out, like, Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they were, like, pro-style, run the ball, like, and the Notre Dame, they're not really spread them out, but they're not really pro-style. They do a lot out of shock and a lot of uh-huh. pistol, but he's been really good. The offense, of course, has changed under him. And then Rondale Moore at Purdue, still the best freshman in the country. He deserves to be in New York, I think. I don't know if he'll make it, though. It'd probably be three quarterbacks. I left Haskins off. Haskins to me has... I haven't really sat down and watched an Ohio State game until I watched him play Purdue, and he completed, like, 47 of 70. Something crazy. I mean, they Jesus. Run the ball, so he's throwing every play, but he's throwing most of his stuff laterally in the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage. Receivers making runs after the catch. So, like, his pro stock to me isn't that good. I don't... Like, he has to play more games, is what I'm trying to say. He doesn't have the experience yet because he's not throwing the ball down the field a lot they're throwing a lot of quick or quick routes outside screens making the playmakers do the work uh-huh. and he's not really thrown on coverage at all all right so my top four right now if i was ranking the teams i have alabama one notre dame two michigan three clemson four lsu oklahoma as the first two out i think of course alabama's number one notre dame's played Michigan, Virginia Tech, Stanford, they're going to play USC, they're going to play Northwestern, they're going to play Syracuse, who's now ranked. So, they have games ahead of them, they've played teams, they're proven more than Clemson. To me, Michigan's proven more than Clemson. Yeah, Michigan lost another game, but outside of that, they might be they might have been the best team in the country since that game, except for Alabama. Clemson's been rolling a bunch of average shows. They are, I think, 38-point favorites against LSU, or oh. LSU, Louisville this week. Jesus. 38-point favorites. <laughs> Like, even Alabama wasn't that much against, like, Tennessee. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. 
Um, they have a chance to prove themselves this week against Alabama, obviously. So this is really a make-or-break game for them. And actually for the SEC also, if they want to get two teams in the playoff, they need LSU to get Alabama this week. Because then Alabama, they're not going to get left out at 11-1 with the lost LSU. Because their blueprint is to have LSU and Georgia make the turn or make the player conference championship. Or I guess Kentucky for that matter, if you want to throw them in there, because they only have one loss. Uh, so, like, like the winner of the conference championship, if it's LSU, Georgia, Kentucky, they'll willow, and Alabama at 11-1 will go. So they'll get two teams in again. And with the Pac-12 being down, the Bay 12 being somewhat down, like, they'll be able to get two teams in for the second year in a row. Yep. And I have Oklahoma 16 in. Uh, and they have games ahead of them. Texas lost. That Their one loss is to Texas. They had, like, two bad turnovers, but, like, since then, the defense, they fired Mike Stoops. Yep. So, Mike, was it, is it Mike Stoops? I don't know. They fired one. Bob Stoops, like, right. five of them there. Bob, Mike, um, Gene, I don't so know. Bob was the old coach. Yeah. And then some Stoops is at Kentucky also. So Whatever, Stoops. I don't know. I don't know who's who, but, yeah, that's my top four. Uh, playoff rankings come out Tuesday. Uh, to me, the big storylines are, where's Clemson, Notre Dame, how are they ranked against each other? Because... Two and three, four. Like, there's a one-loss team go ahead of them. That's also what I think. I think there's a chance LSU could be two because really the rankings don't mean anything until the last one. So the committee can like they can really do Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Kentucky. If they wanted to and be like, oh, the SEC is a four, like a, a quarterfinal. Like, <laughs> like they can like expand this. Like, but it's like I don't know. They're like really biased on it. Um, where is UCF? Is also, like, if they have a shot, like, the over-under for where they're at is 15 and a half. Oh, wow. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, they're probably right at 15. Um, I, don't, I don't have them in my top 10. I put what I think they'll do on here. I have Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Notre Dame as the four. Michigan, Oklahoma, 5-6. Georgia, Kentucky, 7-8. Ohio State, Florida staying in the top 10 because they love the SEC. Florida's lost to Kentucky and Georgia, who are teams ahead of them. So that's, that's, the committee has done this before in the past. If you look at like recent trends, uh, the top games next week, uh, a lot of divisions are decided. Penn State and Michigan, Iowa and Purdue in the Big Ten. Uh, I think both home teams win there. Uh, Purdue and Michigan come out. Uh, Alabama at LSU, Georgia, Kentucky. I think both road teams win. LSU is going to play. They're going to give them their best shot. They're going to come out. Nothing to lose. Edward John's. Like, it's going to be like a shades of West Island game. They're going to probably run double state punts, state field goals, whatever. Yeah. 
Pitt at Virginia Friday. That's a really interesting game because that could be deciding the Coastal. Boston College goes to Virginia Tech. If Boston College wins, they'll be 6-2, and two, I believe, going home to Clemson. Or I think they'll be 7-2, going home to play Clemson next week. So that's a big game. And if Boston College were to win out, they'd be Clemson. Clemson doesn't go to the ACC championship also. So oh, wow. a huge thing also. Yeah. Because Boston College would be – they lost to North Carolina State on the road, and they lost at Purdue, at Purdue hitting somebody else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if Boston College controls their own destiny, ACC, that's something to watch out for. That's crazy. Uh, 12 West Virginia goes to Texas. Oklahoma goes to Texas Tech. I would say Texas Tech put, or put Oklahoma an upset watch against Texas Tech, but Oklahoma's too good right now. They came off the bye, smoke Kansas State. Other games, Notre Dame and Northwestern. I think the Irish keep rolling. Northwestern, they don't really need this game. They don't want to ruin their Big Ten chance because they're probably the favorite to get out of the West for their first Big Ten championship game. Yep. Temple goes to UCF, uh, both undefeated in the Gibbs division and the conference for the AAC East. And UCF, I think they, they win this game, but they're probably going to lose once this last month. All right, so my predictions for November – I like making predictions because I can always come back and say I was right. If I was wrong, who cares? <laughs> so, Alabama finishes undefeated. I think they win LSU. They beat Georgia. Get the one spot in the playoffs. I think Clemson loses the game. Uh, if you look in the past... If Clemson loses, we will not hear from them again. No, they are... They They're are out. Uh, the last... For the first four playoffs, in 2014, the only undefeated team was Florida State. They were third ranking... 2015, it was Clemson. 2016, it was Alabama. 2017, there was no undefeated team. So, with three right now, there's only going to be two, if that. There might be only one there. Like, this always happens. Yep. Uh, when Clemson won the title, they lost to a average pit team with Nathan Peterman, a quarterback in November. <laughs> so, like, it, this stuff happens. It's going to be a loss out of nowhere. I think Boston College may, maybe gets some, maybe it's the ACC championship. Uh, yeah, so I think they're going to lose there. At some point, to me, Oklahoma wins out, makes the playoffs. I think they're going to roll. Reminds me a lot of the 2015 Oklahoma team. They started off, they lost a game. I think it was to Texas, actually. Uh, yeah, to Texas and Charlie Strong. Then they rolled the rest of the schedule, got in uh, as a four seed, lost to Clemson. But I think Kyler Murray is going to have an incredible November, have Heisman moments, win the Heisman. Oklahoma gets in at the three the playoff and I think UCF doesn't win the AAC championship because I don't know it seems like a karma thing they've been talking smack for like two years hey we won 20 in a row who cares you haven't played you haven't played anybody so my final prediction Alabama Notre Dame Oklahoma Michigan make the playoff uh, I'm not going to say a winner because that's that's kind of stupid to say right now but uh, that'd be my four I think going to pull it out uh, I like that. That's fun. That's a lot of that's a lot of big schools. I like that. Yeah, uh, I, to me, there's only like twelve teams maybe that can make the playoff right now, unless pure chaos happens and like it opens the door for right. some other teams. But there's only like Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Kentucky from the SEC, Michigan, Ohio State from the Big Ten, Clemson from the ACC. Uh, the Pac-12 just has Washington State. And then the Big Ten or the Big 12 has Oklahoma, West Virginia. Like, I don't know how many I just named off. But let me think. There's like 10. Like, maybe there's one more I'm missing. Yeah. Oh, Notre Dame, I guess. Yeah, but not the conference. But, so, like, to me, I just named off 11. That might be it. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's any other teams that can make it. Because that's the only, like, that's all the one-loss power teams. Yep. 
Notre Dame, Oklahoma, go to the Cotton Bowl. That's a advantage Oklahoma there. That's unfortunate for Notre Dame. The Rose Bowl, Washington State, Ohio State, Sugar Bowl, LSU, West Virginia, Fiesta Bowl, Houston, Penn State could be an at-large team. Clemson and Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Uh, locks of the week. Uh, Georgia is going to boat race Kentucky. That game will be a 30-point game. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – like, Kentucky, they, 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 it's, their, it's their year if they win. Like, they're going to be Alabama if they win. Like, it's their <laughs> year. Like, they are the luckiest team I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Notre Dame, I think, gets the win over Northwestern. I think it'll be probably like a 10, 13-point game. But like, don't be surprised North, or Notre Dame's losing at halftime. But they'll pull it out. Uh, my upset of the week, I'm going for three in a row. Uh, Purdue beat Ohio State two weeks ago. Kansas beat TCU uh, last week. I put that down on here. Yep. So I couldn't find a two. Or You're hot two right now. Underdog. Yeah, I couldn't find a two touchdown underdog I liked. Uh, I'm not picking Louisville to cover 38 points. <laughs> that's stupid. But uh, I guess this is an upset. It's only a one point game. West Virginia goes to Texas. I think West Virginia wins. Texas is down. Uh, West Virginia is hot. So I think they go in. They get a big win over Texas. LSU, I think they cover the 14 points for Alabama. And uh, uh, Missouri, they're like, I think it's down to five and a half against Florida. And I don't know how. Uh, like, that just shows you, like, they're, Missouri's like, the, like, I won't say like the best four and four team, but like, like, if you look at like the FPI and other metrics, they're still in the top 25. Like, that shows you, like, I don't want to say Barry Owens should be fired, but that shows you, like, coaching's a problem. Exactly. I was going to say that. They are way more talented than their like, coaching. They, they lost that game. The disaster like, was the coaching. That's why they lost. Like, the week before Kentucky, they were ranked, like, 17th in Vegas. So, like, Vegas odds, like, that's how they do their odds and stuff. Like, they were, like, 17th. Like, it's, like, overall in the season, Missouri's 4-4. Four and four. They are... A bad pass interference call for being five and three, and if the, the refs don't overturn Demarion Crockett stepping out of bounds in South Carolina right before the monsoon comes in, they're likely six and two with two losses to the number one and number two team in the country when they play them, and they're probably sitting at fifteen of the poll. So it's it's hard because like I don't think Barry Adam should be lose his job yet because they haven't they beat Purdue they lost you last year, but. The last month, to me, will show, because they beat every team they played in this last month. They beat Florida, they beat Tennessee, they beat Vanderbilt, they beat Arkansas. So, this is the last month will show. Like, I don't know if they're going to go into Florida and win, but, again, they're going to compete. Like, no one's given Alabama a better game than Missouri has. Outside of LSU beating Georgia, no one's given Georgia a better game than Missouri has. So, even with Drew Locke being very bad this year, I mean, there's nothing else to really say. I don't know if that's Derek Dooley, or I don't know what that is. Yes. He is struggling to, in this offense. But my problem with this week was zero first downs in the second half. Like, the thing on Missouri is they roll big teams and they struggle to move the ball on. Or they roll bad teams and they struggle to move the ball on good teams. And, like, their play calling changes. Missouri's, like, not throwing deep on Kentucky. But we'll throw deep all day on Memphis. We're not running, like, our, I don't know, like, bubble screens, but, like, middle of the field screens. So we do, like, the Jalen Knox or Emmanuel Hall, who's probably getting redshirted now. I don't know what's happening with them. But, yeah, it's a hard loss. 
I put the offensive pass interference on here or de- whatever it was. <laughs> Did you watch the play? Like what? Yeah. Like I, not, I don't want to. Like I don't blame the refs because if Missouri gets one first down in the second half, they win. Like literally one first down. If they run the ball on third and two, I believe it's like a minute and a half left instead of throw and stop the clock. Kentucky loses their timeout. Yeah. Kentucky got sacked twice on their final drive and still won the game. <laughs> they got sacked twice and still won the game. That's why you make them use their timeouts. Like, yeah. They got. How does that happen? They had the ball with nine seconds left or 15 seconds left on like the 14. They got sacked by Therese Hall, lost of like seven or eight. So it was nine seconds left of their own 20. Missouri does not press. They put everyone in the end zone. I'm hoping Kentucky get the ball down to like the five. Then they throw this fade route where the receiver actually hasn't caught a pass the entire college career they threw to. I mean, he interferes. Like, I don't know how that's defensive pass interference. I don't get it. I, he's in position. The Kentucky player's grabbing his helmet. The, the pass is also out of bounds. Like, uh, I don't know. And then, of course, the winning touchdown. The guy pushes off, but, you know, that's not going to be seen. It doesn't even matter. Like, regardless of bad call or not, Missouri blew oh, no, that game that horrendously. Like I don't, I don't say like the refs lost in the game. Exactly, exactly. The, this game was lost. I mean, they went up fourteen three. Like Kentucky was, they played three quarterbacks this game. Benny Snell yeah. did nothing. He ran for like two yards a carry. They couldn't do anything until we decided to go conservative. They take a like literally three plays one the game. Even they had one good drive, and that was that last drive. They had a broken screenplay taken for 45 yards, which led to a field goal on the opening drive. And then a punt return for a touchdown, like four minutes left. Even Missouri got the – they punted again and got a pick and then punted again. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. It's just a hard <laughs> loss because this is the game you're waiting for. Yep. This is the game. So They led the whole game. Yeah, they led the whole game. They not trail this game. Actually, they did trail. For six – They didn't trail in 3-0. Oh, 3-0. Uh, it didn't, feel, it didn't feel like that. But, again, people are hating on Drew Locke for his pro stock. I don't think this this season ever hurt it. Because I don't know if you saw the graphic going out or trending around. I saw it on Facebook. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff never beat a ranked team in college. And they had, like, 20 oh, wow. turnovers in, like, 10 games. So, Drew Locke is currently on pace to be a pro bowler for uh, an 8-1 team or an 8-1 <laughs> team, whatever. Oh, yeah? So, he's, yeah. But... <clears throat> That's about it. Uh, that's just a rough loss. I don't know if they go down to Florida and win, but they rolled Florida last year, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, some other quick thoughts and some other sports. David Price should have won World Series MVP. I don't know how he did it. I don't. I mean, I know Steve Hurt, Steve Pierce, or whoever he is, hit three home runs, but David Price pitched two great games, and everyone like the world, the weight of the world was on his shoulders. I mean, I don't know. I, what do you think? About, I think David Price should have won. That's all I gotta say. There's a lot of people that said uh, that, but I Pierce Pierce hit those three home runs, two of them in the last two games. So it was, I think it was a lot of recency bias. Well, he hit one to put him up like like four nothing last night, or four one to three one. Like, yeah, I don't know. To me, like David Price, everyone was saying he can't do it in the postseason. Yeah. He has a big contract. He hasn't lived up to. But to me, it was like the whole story. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, congrats to Boston. Um, Ty Montgomery fumbling the ball cost me in weekly picks. Hey, congrats on going 13-0 or 14-0, whatever you are this week. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was 10-0 and 
and then in a span of two minutes, Ty Montgomery fumbled the kickoff because we all knew that <laughs> was going to go down and score. You we, picked we the Packers? Yes. Oh, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta start winning weeks. So I gotta, if you pick L.A. to lose, everyone picks L.A. to win. And I thought this was a week to go for Yeah. It. And everyone knew Aaron Rodgers was going to go down and score. Like, that was going to happen. Yep. And Took it right out of his hands. he fumbles it, Josh Rosen leads the 49ers down, or the, leads the Cardinals down on the 49ers to score like 10 seconds. Later. <laughs> so I lost two games in like a matter of moments. Anyway, I lost the Vikings game Sunday night, so it ended up mattering. But congrats to going 13-0 or 14-0, whatever it is. Yeah, it's... it's England plays at night. Yeah, it's my best week ever. I, I Yeah, I can't do it. I, it's, it's, I've peaked. I've peaked. <laughs> and uh, Hugh Jackson getting fired uh, seven or a year too late, I guess. I don't know why... Why do you blow it up now? At week nine? Yeah, we don't know. And fire your OC. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, Lincoln Riley, to me, is the first call for Cleveland. Uh, you don't think Urban Meyer? I don't know if he leaves. Well, Move down the street? With Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, he has Baker Mayfield, Lincoln Riley. They were the best offense in college football for three years. They know each other. Second call is Urban Meyer. Um I think Urban Meyer ends up going there, but I don't know. I think Lincoln Riley's the first call. I don't think he leaves Oklahoma. And last thing, Phil Mickelson. Shout out to him. He knows his basketball. Shout out to uh, Phil Mickelson, man. That was insane. That was crazy. If you don't know what we're talking about, Thursday night on the TNT game, who were the Lakers playing? Lakers who? I don't even remember. Uh, San Antonio? No. No. Nuggets? Yeah, Nuggets, yes. Lakers, Nuggets, Phil Mickelson, filled in or he Reggie Miller is a wild animal and he brought Phil Mickelson down and put a headset on him <laughs> and he knows what he's talking about he, yeah he, he's like that was he was like, rattling like, off about the Lakers future and stuff like he knows more about basketball than I do yeah and like Reggie Miller didn't know what to say he's just like uh Reggie Miller's like did I yeah <laughs> did I just lose my spot <laughs> anyway that's he was like promoting the Tiger Woods 1v1 yeah Thing. So that should be fun to watch. Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'll end up watching that, but that's really cool. But that was kind of crazy. He comes on, and then he talked with the inside the NBA crew after the game, and that's always fun. Yeah. And also the, uh, I don't know if you saw the Charles Barkley guessing where the players played. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's he, always funny. They gave him five players the week before, like the first week, and he got one. And then they gave him the same five the next week, and he got a different one. So <laughs> he, he still went one for five. I mean, there was like Langston Galloway and Ed Davis. I didn't have a clue. Yeah. I, I, I'm not that big of a fan. <clears throat> all right. So that's it. That's it. Final all right, work. man. Alabama, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Michigan. You heard it here Kyler first. Oh, Kyler Murray. All right. I like that. I like yeah. that. All right. See you, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 